fantasy football jizz what is going on man welcome back thank you so much we greatly appreciate you guys tuning in we are the late round flyers i am rda across the world somewhere hidden in a very fancy cave is my boy lance dylan and we are ready to talk all things fantasy football for week 11 which is going to be great but there's also a bunch of magical things and not so magical things that went down on week 10 and that's also one of the things that we'll talk about at the top of the hour here so stay tuned Hopefully, we get to some topics that you guys like. If you don't, make sure you hit us up, man. Tell us to change up some uh, things around, and we will most definitely get to that. But until then, hey, man, Lance, man, how has week 10 been to you? Because, wow, what an absolute hell of a week, especially if you're a gambling man that uh, decided to bet on a few of those games in real life, man, that had to really suck. But fantasy football-wise, man, how has week 10 treated you? I finally got off the the schneid, buddy. You know, I had about a four-week losing streak. Uh, as you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm in like 40 leagues. I had um, a four week losing streak that I finally broke, man. I, I don't know if it was these injuries or the COVID stuff, but damn dude, it felt good to, to kind of get back in the winning uh, column. Uh, so that was, that was great. Um, but Hey, did you forget to pay the light bill last week, bro? Because uh, I had some people coming at me as to why we didn't have a show. Yeah, man. You know what? I was out here hanging out and I was like, you know what? Guess what? Apparently I sent the check to the wrong place. And uh, oh I tried to gosh. play him. I tried to pay him in Monopoly money, but they caught on to me. And uh, yeah, man, they told me to go get lost. So did, I had to wait did an you, extra week. Did you try to pay them in uh, one of those Green Bay Packers stock certificate money things that oh, they're selling man. again? Busted. Did you see that? Son of a guy. I, I saw someone talking about that. And I, I swear, I thought they were bullshitting. I was like, there's no way that's a real thing. And no. And uh, <laughs> turns out, yeah, Green Bay Packers, you guys are very different from the rest of us. You want to That's, guess who who bought one? Uh, I'm guessing you just by chance. No, no, no. our boy Austin, friend of oh, the podcast. Oh crap! Damn, he's definitely about it, huh? He bought okay. one, like three hundred bucks, bro. Holy crap! Woo. Hey, you know what, Austin? I, I wish I had money to throw around like that, man. If if I did, I most definitely would have. But as Lance told you, I could barely pay the light bill myself, so there was no way that I could actually afford one of those Green Bay Packer cool ticket things that you guys have over there, man. But hell. What of a what a hell of a week! Like just from a regular football standpoint of view, all the upsets that have been happening as of late, man, the Brownies stomp out. Uh, I forgot who it was a couple of weeks ago. The Bengals and they come back and get stomped out, dead to rights by Mac Jones and company. The 49ers beat up good old the uh, Los Angeles Rams. Just a bunch of insanity in the football world. Mahomes looks like he's back and ready to attack. Like. There are yes. a ton of things that happen in week 10, dude. Out of all those insanity things out there, like what what things would you take away from there so far that, that stood out to you the most? Okay, first thing is the Kansas City Chiefs are back on track. We don't have to worry anymore. It was a little bit of a lull, but they looked good. They looked had good composure. Mahomes had his best game of the season, and uh, they're back at it. Um, but – Here's one thing that I took that I, I'm a little worried about, even though it was only his first game back, but Russell Wilson um, di- didn't look like we thought maybe he would in his first game, or at least not that I did. So maybe I should have lowered expectations, but how many games is it going to take for Russell Wilson to get back to being the guy that we all know and love? That's, that's my question. Oh man, Mr. What do they call him? Infinity or something like that? Unlimited. That's what it is. That, that, that really did suck out there to watch him go out there and play. He got beat up by the Packers. 
And uh, that defense for the Packers is only about to get better when they get Jair Alexander back, Zadarius Smith. Like, holy hell, Russell Wilson got lucky that he didn't play the Packers defense at full strength. But that outing right there, holy hell. I mean, I'm shut out. How did you get shut out? It it was terrible, man. I mean, that's rough out there, especially when you have Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, that explosive, crazy ass roller coaster named Tyler Lockett, like reckless out there. Hopefully, Chris Carson is able to make a comeback for them this week, though. I mean, I know last week they were flirting with the idea of him playing in that matchup, but uh, I guess they gave him another week to chill on IR, and uh, we'll definitely see if those offseason videos of him showing off those ginormous legs of his will start to pay off, and he ends up coming back this week against the Cardinals. We will definitely be hoping for that because, damn it, it has really hurt me to not have this guy out there in my fantasy team. Like, literally, you don't understand. My soul has been hurt horrendously. It, it has been terrible without that guy. And uh, any uh, big losses out there that you've taken out there? Because in one league myself, like uh, I lost Woods and Aaron uh, Jones in the same day. And uh, yeah, I'll be honest with you, that kind of just definitely screwed up my chances of making a strong playoff run. Hopefully Aaron Jones is able to come back, but my depth is not very good at receiver. And losing someone like Woods has definitely screwed me over. You have any luck like that? For for this week, n- nothing nothing too terrible. Actually, I'll tell you a quick story on the positive side. So in this one matchup, uh, one of my it's a keeper league that I went into Monday night. I was up four points, right? Ooh. And the guy I'm going against had the Rams defense Ooh. against Niners, right? Nice, and they're, nice. And with this scoring, as we know, every league is different with the scoring. With defense in this league, they're, they're, they were averaging 10 points a game. I'm knowing, like, I'm, I'm dead in the water, bro. Like, I had, I really had given up. I even texted the guy. I was like, please, let them just throw, like, a pick six on the first drive. So <laughs> you're not going to tease me and then rip my heart out. Give me hope and then rip my heart out at the end, right? And – so as, as we all know, that was the Niners game. The Rams uh, sucked terribly. They got one sack and no other turnovers. I, I won. It was crazy. <laughs> Dude, I was, I was, they, so in this league, they'll give you like a percentage of that you have to win mm-hmm. to lose based on up, up scoring up to that point. I was 98% chance to lose going oh, into that game. What a hell of a comeback there. That is actually a, very fortunate side of that. I see the internet started destroying Matt Stafford, calling him uh, Matt Gofford, which uh, that kind of sucked over there to be Matt Stafford. He does not deserve yeah. that. And uh, Odell, I mean, if anyone had to actually started him on his first game there, that, that was probably not the best decision on your part. But with no Woods, I mean, <clears throat> someone has to get those targets. I guess it's only reasonable to think that OBJ will be the guy that's next in line up there, so. Well, well I, I would hold up on that. I wouldn't necessarily um, say that. I would say Van Jefferson is still getting a good target share, and he knows that offense. Now, they do have the bye week coming up this week uh, with the Rams, so Odell will have another week to get used to the offense. But it's not out of the realm of possibility that Van Jefferson could actually out-target Beckham for the rest of season because he has a rapport with, with Stafford a little bit better now. We still, obviously, Beckham's limit is very high, you know, 
he's got a very high ceiling this rest of the season with that offense, but I wouldn't discount Ben Jefferson. And if he's able to be swiped, if someone's dropped him because of the bye week or if he's out there, I would pick him up because he could prove to be a valuable wide receiver three um, with Woods out. Uh, Jefferson, yeah, he dropped that touchdown in the end zone Monday night, but I think he could still have some value, and I wouldn't be so quick to say Beckham will be the number two wide receiver in that Ooh, offense. Nice. I like the way you're thinking. What about a good old Tyler Higby, another guy that should get a pretty good boost, no? Yeah, I, I think so. They're so limited on pass catchers right now, bro. Like, they're going to have to possibly look at changing up their game plan and running the ball a bit more because, I mean, the, the line has not been helping Stafford at all, and they've got to do something to kind of keep the pressure off of him. So I think McVay maybe need to consider running the ball a bit more, changing it up, but definitely the target should still be there for Higby. It's not it's not hard to be a tight end one in this fantasy season. So he could easily finish his tight end 10, 11, 12. We're not going to be surprised. But I don't know. Maybe maybe we temper expectations for the passing part of this offense rest of season uh, just to help kind of protect Stafford to get to the playoffs. But they're not the, the buy is coming at a good time. But off of two really bad primetime losses, they got to get their shit together. Man, you know what? As soon as you said tight end, my, my ears just completely flared. Like, my hair turned white instantly. I, I hate that position so damn much. I had good old Hawkinson, who had an enormous amount of targets the week prior to him, uh, to this one, and then sure enough comes out and puts out a big old donut hole for me against the Pittsburgh Steelers in that crappy weather. Oh, that hurt my feelings very much so. Damn you, Hawkinson. Damn you. Um, but, yeah, uh, let's get some other things. I mean, what else is going on? You know, you got any uh, craziness going on in your leagues out there? I know uh, one of the major things going down is a lot of trade deadlines are coming up in a lot of fantasy football leagues, especially if uh, if yours has already happened. I mean, damn, that really sucks. Maybe you don't get some chance to make some last-minute moves. But any what, what other madness out there have you been watching that maybe you're keeping an eye on? Well, Funny you bring that up, Mr. Rudy, Mr. RDA, Mr. Oh, yeah, I'm hilarious late round one. flyer. You're it's hilarious that you bring this up because I'm at work today and I get this alert that pops up on my phone that there's a trade that's going down in one of my dynasty leagues that you happen to be a part of. Oh yeah. And it comes down. So this is our super flex. One of our Superflex dynasties with Mr. Austin, friend of the podcast. Shout out. Um, you traded <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. That's to, again, <laughs> to another friend of the podcast, Mr. Will. Yep. Um, you got you sent him Rodgers for two second round picks. Correct. Now, I have a question for you. We're going to give a master, quick master class here in trading. Let me ask you this, Rudy. When you, when you made this trade. Did you attempt to shop Rogers to anyone else? Or oh, yeah, was it I, put, like, I put him on the blog like a month ago, maybe more. Oh, well, I forgot about that. Had yeah, you had any, any contact nope. with, with anybody? Yeah, no, I'll be honest. I think in that league, like I would say at least like 50% of those guys are uh, very to themselves. So I'm like, fine, stay so to yourself. Did Will reach out to you and then did oh, he yeah. just say, bam, two seconds? Or was there a negotiation there? Oh, I no, have was- to, I have to know this. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. We, I definitely made sure I got my twos out of it. I wanted my twos. Apparently, so he lost his all of his ones and stuff to some other guy I know. I forgot what what a hole he was. Oh yeah, who was that? I don't know. He, he's some he's some real McGaho out there. I, I forgot his name. Something about like 
I don't know, like Luntz or, or Lintz. I don't know, something like that. Oh, yeah. You know what his name is also? I don't you know. know his la- you know what his last name is? I don't know. Not my problem. Oh, yeah. That makes definitely sense. Yeah. That, oh. that, that sounds like the guy <laughs> that I was talking about right there. Yes. Yes. So, okay. Was there not anybody? Okay. So, this is a super flex. Aaron Rodgers has really good value, even though he is older. He mm-hmm. has QB back in QB1 value sure. in a super flex dynasty. So, was there not any players on his team that you also were trying to get or like you were just happy with two second rounders because be honest, oh, bro, you got to really hit on those two picks for this deal to oh, have see, worked. That's in your the favor. thing. I, I, I got plenty of faith. Hey, when it comes to the draft, especially with this new class coming up, oh yeah. man, I got plenty of guys out there that I got hit and ready, ready to rock and roll with me. Plus I got okay. good old Joey B on my side. Justin Fields, my feature at quarterback is set. Baker Mayfield. We'll see how that one plays out with the, the good old brownies over there. See what they decide, but they'll be picking too high up. But unless they take one of my dudes out there, like Matt Corral, that'll be nice if he somehow falls to the Brownies. I highly doubt it. We'll see how that draft plays out uh, come April. It's going to be dope. I'll be in Vegas for that. It's going to be sick. Are you going? Yeah. It's going to be Bro, awesome. Oh, me and uh, Anil, we talked about going too. Oh, maybe uh, we can meet up there. Maybe uh, we need to I would to, have like, to hide man. because uh, definitely my girlfriend would not be very happy with me. Oh, I mean, you're bringing the girl. Friend. But uh, yeah, I mean, technically, it's a, a anniversary thing out there. It just so happens to oh. land on draft day, oh. so I was like, "Hey, look, you're great, but the NFL draft, uh, that's kind of what I live for. Like, that's like cocaine to me, man. I freaking love the NFL draft. The actual NFL draft, like fantasy football draft, is awesome, but the actual NFL draft is something I live for. Like, I love that. My mock drafts, again, now this is for some completely separate than fantasy, but uh. Yeah, I take pride in being a lot better than those a holes on ESPN and the rest of those leagues. Well, definitely, we'll put a pin. We'll put in put a pin in that, and we'll come. We'll we'll look into that further as we get closer in. So you also made. I wanted to talk. You had made one other trade. You were Mister Trade Guy today. Oh because... yeah, you know what, man? I was like, <laughs> man, you know what? No one ever likes Rudy. No one wants to hit me up, and then bam, just my phone starts blowing up. I'm like, who the hell are you guys? So yeah, I, I my phone goes off again. In a, in our other dynasty league that you're a no, part same of, and, one. Oh, it's the same one. Both of them, same Bro, one. Oh, so the confused. other one. In the other one, oh. first of all, I, I also get them confused. This is what if you're in multiple dynasty leagues out there, best of luck on however you handle them, especially if you're playing with the same group of people or at least a couple of the same guys, because I get these two constantly screwed up. So, but in general, yeah, they were both in the same league, and I've I've tried in the other one to trade. Everyone's like, no, not today, son. But yeah, okay, go ahead. Okay, so yeah, so I get another ding. Mr. Rudy gets another trade in, and this time I, I was really shocked. I'm telling you, I almost like did a double take, like, did you hit accept by mistake or something? Because you traded your number one ride or die forever and ever, Mr. CMC to Austin. And I, I'm sitting here like why did you do that? I, I I need to know the background behind why you would choose to do something like this because CMC is like your, your guys. Like yeah, yeah, it'd be like me trading Devante. Why would yeah, you do hold, that? I love Christian McCaffrey. That's the love of my life. Again, please don't tell my girlfriend that it would be a very bad day for Rudy. If you guys ever did that, but CMC, Oh my God, how much hurt my soul. First of all, he was never getting shopped around because I love him so damn much. My initial interest was because the guy that uh, posted on the block said 
Travis Etienne and J.K. Dobbins are both available. So I said, what would you like? He said he's looking for a tight end and a stud receiver. So I was like, you know what? Maybe, maybe we can work something out. Maybe. He said, I'll send you something. I'm like, cool. Then the offer came out to where I would just lose the love of my life. Holy crap, how much it hurt my feelings. But it would be for both running backs and Adam Thielen. And I was like, Thielen, oh, God, I really don't want this guy. But he brings some kind of decent veteranism to the team. Let's say for some bad luck, he's not on the Vikings next year. He could go to the team and be a wide receiver three somewhere. Thielen's not a bad player for the next couple of years. Maybe I could use him to, as a trading chip. But I get two young running backs, and I love J.K. Dobbins. Travis Etienne, his whole college career, I just freaking follow this guy. He did great stuff out there in Clemson. So I was like, the potential is there, but it would cost me the love of my life, my hero, my everything, Mr. CMC. And, uh, yeah, I'll be honest with you, it took so much. It, it, I'll be, I, it, it was bad. Like, it took everything I had to hit accept, but I was like, I, I, I need the running back depth. It would definitely be nice to be able to pair these guys up with uh, Antonio Gibson and Javante Williams so I can have a nice, steady, young running back core. And I also have Elijah Mitchell. So my running backs are pretty set from here on out. No no other running back will be touching my my uh, team for a good while. Unless, again, Spiller ends up hitting the right team and I'm able to draft him. But, again, that's NFL draft. I would definitely get into that another time. Okay. Well, you know, CMC just broke up with you. You're going to need a new ride or die. You, you need a new ride or die now. So is that is that Etienne now? Is that who you're going to go with? Probably JK. I'm hoping that uh, he's able to become the number one running back there other than Lamar Jackson. But that'll be tough because as we've seen, LJ is a complete monster. Dude is like eighth in rushing and seventh in passing at the moment or flip those numbers one or something like that. Like, the guy has been phenomenal. Lamar Jackson for the Ravens, just wow. Just wow, my guy. He's a very beautiful squad out there. Do your thing. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it, it, it's been an insane week out there. Christian McCaffrey, I uh, I will send you something if you're able to listen. If you're ever around in town, I will still give you my car. No questions asked. You can have it. It's He's not as good you. as – yeah. You can't follow him on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. <laughs> he has blocked you, bro. I'm, I'm going to go make a fake account, and I'm going to stalk him, man. It's going to be real weird out there. <laughs> Don't worry, Christian. I still love you, man. Oh, please forgive me for what I have done, man. I have sinned hard. This is very terrible on mine. I'm sorry, sir. I love you so much. <clears throat> but again, going forward, because I guarantee you 99% of people listening, maybe a little bit more than that, do not care one bit about what the hell is going on with us. Um, what, 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 do you think, yeah, what, what do you think is going on out there with this week 11 games that are right around the corner? Because holy hell. Again, the upsets have been serious, but the fantasy football aspect of things has really, really been wild. We'll kick things out at the gate with the Packers. Mr. Discount double-check himself. No Aaron Jones taking on Minnesota Vikings man Kirk Cousins, all right? The Battle of the North. Who will be the king up there, and why will they have success out there this week? Well, let's just say it right now. A.J. Dillon, he is going to be the uh, top five running back this week, period. End of story. Forget it, because here's the thing. You look at this offense all year. You know, the last couple of weeks, it's been frustrating as an Aaron Jones owner, but A.J. Dillon has been getting touches. He's been getting the catches out of the backfield, and I've been trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Even in that game two weeks ago where Aaron Jones didn't get one target, and A.J. Dillon had an amazing game. So, you know, with this Packers 
running backs all over all these years. You know, it's always been some sort of an RBBC. Aaron Jones really has never gotten the true workhorse, you know, uh, workload because Jamal Williams was there in the past. And um, and now, you know, A.J. Dillon's there. So now, though, at least for one week, we know Aaron Jones is probably out one to two weeks. MCL sprain. We thought it possibly was season ending. It's not. But I feel like A.J. Dillon has shown so much at this point that the Packers don't have to rush Jones back, and I don't think they will. They've also got a bye week coming up, right? Yep. So that being said, now you're basically influxing A.J. Dillon as the sole running back into this offense for at least the next game, possibly two or three. And it's a wrap, bro. Like he's going to go nuclear, in my opinion. He's going to get the catches, the rushes, the touchdowns. I mean, hell, Aaron Rodgers couldn't even throw one touchdown pass for me last Sunday, and they they were getting all the – Dylan was getting the rushing touchdowns. Oh, man, I know. When I I turned on the game, I was like, Aaron Rodgers, why are you doing this to me? Like, I chose you to start out there, and you completely screwed me. I guess my own fault for making – for going with a guy that only had Saturday to prepare for the Seattle Seahawks. But in general, I mean, obviously they only have – well, not only, but Devontae Adams is the key guy over there for Devontae mm-hmm. Adams. So now they have an ace receiver, an ace running back that should be getting everything with Dylan. And uh, obviously Aaron Rodgers, their tight end situation is still a little bit dicey, but would you consider starting any one of these other uh, receivers? MVS is back, good old Randall Cobb, any one of these guys that uh, you think can have a double-digit game for someone? In my opinion, I, I don't think so. At least there's not anyone that, that just stands out to me to want to play. Now, we do have some more bye week uh, teams this week, so maybe you're trying to fill in something. But I think in general, like, I can find better options than some of these these Packer receivers. I just – I don't I don't trust them. You know, you want to throw a dart throw, then by means – by no, by all means, go ahead and try. MVS, if there was one guy, it would be MVS because – he came back from his injury last week, so he's got a game under his belt, and I think this could be a high-scoring game. It's in the dome, but correct. Remind me, um, Aaron Jones. I'm sorry, Aaron Rodgers. He uh, he doesn't always do the best in Minnesota, right? Is mm. historically he doesn't do great. Yeah, for some reason, whenever he runs into Minnesota at Minnesota, that's when uh, things are getting a little bit wild out there. Hell, every time he plays Minnesota in general, I mean, those games will start going to overtime or actually, you know, where they start giving him a little bit of hell. And that's because their coaching staff knows Aaron Rodgers just as much as Aaron Rodgers knows the Vikings. So that'll be a very fun game to watch. And uh, hopefully we do get a ton of points out there. Now, the Minnesota, uh, what's up? I was going to say, and and going to the bye weeks, there's only two teams on bye. It's the Rams and the Broncos. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. if you got Cooper Cup, Let's be honest. Let's hope you have better options than Marquez Valdez Scantling. Oh, yeah, I know 100% because if not, that would really, really suck. Um, on the Vikings side of the world, though, obviously, Kirk Cousins, pretty good uh, quarterback season he's having this year. Dalvin Cook, what a machine. But the guy that I wanted to get to that uh, has been surprising also, he's kind of a bit of a roller coaster, they're tied in. Tyler Conklin, how do you feel about this guy heading into this matchup? Wow, Rudy again. Want to talk about the the tight ends, man? You love those you say you hate your tight ends. Efforts. I hate those guys so much. But Tyler Conklin, man, yeah. I've seen this guy. He's on the waiver wire. Sometimes he's starting throwing two tutty. Oh, he's catching two tutties on me, man. That son of a. Oh, I hate I mean, you so much. He finishes his tight end four on the week, three targets, eleven yards, two touchdowns. 
I mean, he's okay. Let's look at the last four games. He's gotten 10 points, 10 points, nine and 16. As far as tight ends go, you could actually do worse, especially if I don't know, last week you played Hawkinson or Gusecki who got zero mother truckers. Like I swear to God, everything in my holy life, like on the Detroit Lions. I, oh my God. I hate tight ends for that. But Hawkinson was getting pepper sprayed with targets. And then this week, just, "Ah, you know what? Fuck it. I want to show up today. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, Dan Campbell now, too, is I know we're, we're talking about the Vikings, but Dan Campbell's now calling the plays. And did you think anyone could be more run heavy than than, than Anthony Lynn? Um, No, but uh, there we are. Dan Campbell. Uh, Dan Campbell. And, I mean, DeAndre Swift, 33 rushes. Oh, my God. But, okay, going back, Tyler Conklin, I think he's viable. Um, Again, given the tight end landscape, we've said that a lot. So he may be available in your league. He is worth possibly picking up. Like if you have a Tyler Higby and he's on a buy, Tyler Conklin is another guy that you could plug in. But if he puts up a zero or a one or a two point game, you can't be surprised either. But then again, I mean, how different is that from some of these other guys? I mean, outside of let's let's talking about tight ends for just a minute in general, you could probably name on one hand less than five fingers how many tight ends you trust from week to week that are going to at least not lose you your matchup and get you like a zero. You've got Kelsey. Kelsey. You've got Waller. I, see Waller. I don't even know, bro. I was like, I, I, now, I, I kind of struggled to say it. I was like, well, I was like, yeah. mm, do I really want to say that one. Andrews. Like, Andrews, I would say yes. And I want to say Pitts, but yeah. I mean, Hell they yeah. still don't even get him all the targets or the defense focuses on him so much. Um, I mean, is there anybody else I'm, forgetting oh maybe i got one i got one for you bro okay okay yeah maybe kittle recently but then he'll get hurt again no no here's here's your tight end bro dan arnold dan oh wow holy you know what this guy here has been just a a pain in my ass somehow this guy is actually producing fairly well out there and who the hell would have thought the guy that the panthers would have get rid of sent him out to jacksonville jaguar land and the guy's actually doing his job yes so i i do think dan arnold's another flyer if he's still hanging out in your league you want some tight end help too. I would actually prefer Dan Arnold over uh, Tyler Conklin to, to mm. be honest. Mm. Um, but yeah, this, this game should be a lot of fun. I, I really think it's going to be high scoring too, but the Packers defense has actually been playing mm. really good in your opinion. Do, can this defense keep it up or has this been kind of a oh, mirage the last, like I said, weeks? this Packers defense is about to get way better. Zadarius Smith is on his way back. Jair Alexander should be back. I mean, it's going to be, very tough out there. If Jair comes back this week, I am very sketchy about playing someone like Adam Thielen. Obviously, more than likely, you'll have to because he's your wide receiver two, maybe your wide receiver three. But honestly, it's going to be a very rough day for whoever the hell lines up across from uh, Jair Alexander because that's a guy that he'll follow you any and everywhere you go, easily the top three corner in the league at the moment. Well, it but, definitely going to be, be be fun to, to check out for sure. Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, one of the other games we got to get to because, again, we do have a few to get to. Uh, Carson Wentz and company take on oh, one, oh, of the, <laughs> one of the roller coaster squads and the Buffalo Bills against Josh Allen. How do you feel about this one? I can already tell you got a few good feelings about it. You know, I wish Carson Wentz's mom, baby mama would have went ahead and had her baby and he would have been forced to be in the delivery room because he was straight up trash Sunday. All right, he went baby dumpster diving himself on the field, not with real babies, of course, but 
dude, the, the one week I finally get the courage up to like trust Carson Wentz, bro. Like you also felt I, this was the first time all season I said, you know what? Screw it. I will trust Carson Wentz. Let's go. And this is what I get, bro. Dude, I could have in one matchup. I now I got blown out, so it didn't end up mattering. But I could have played Tannehill over him. I could have played Cousins over him. But I went with Wentz. I, I oh, so frustrating, dude. Like so. As far as this game, I hope the Colts get stomped. But here, here's what I'm interested in seeing: Jonathan Taylor has been the clear cut RB one all season outside oh, yeah. of Henry getting hurt, right? So. Mm-hmm. How do you think he does against this Bills defense? Is he going to still have an RB1 week, or is he going to be downgraded a bit? I think the only reason he has an RB1 kind of a week this week against the Bills is because he'll be catching the ball. That's, again, if he gets a target, because one thing we know about the Colts is they are not afraid to throw in Hines in there, and they're just going to be all kind of whack. But Johnny Taylor, the way this guy has been playing, nothing short of phenomenal. Besides Derrick Henry, I mean, this guy is – being the one person just lighting up the field, trucking everybody. Dude's body just looks like he wants all that smoke. Anybody that got it, come and get it. Johnny Taylor is looking for you and looking to find that end zone. But the hell is wrong with the Colts? Because I have seen this guy have killer first quarters and then end this in the night <clears throat> with maybe just a few extra yards than he had in the first quarter. I'm like, what the hell happened to him in between quarter two to four? Like what what went wrong here? So Johnny Taylor. I still see this guy finishing as maybe like running back nine this week. It will be a rough go about because the Buffalo Bills know focus in on this guy and uh, we should be able to get a W out there for them. Yeah, I totally agree. And then I switching over to the Bills, they finally get it going last week. Stefan Diggs had the game that we had been waiting for. Josh Allen, actually, I think he could have had a better game than what he did. It was a little, he did great. Don't get me wrong, but it could have been like even better. But I think that, um, I don't know, I think the Bills are going to, like, maybe I got to stomp them in the first half. Like, it's going to be close. And then, like, I get, I, I will say this right now, though. Wentz is going to throw a pick six. I, oh, I man, that. you know what? I'd, I'd be willing to double down and it says he throws three picks total. With one of them going to yeah, the Yeah, with other. one of them going to the house for yeah. the opposite team. Sit Carson Wentz, everybody. That's yeah. I think that's the point of moral of this story. A hundred percent. Now, does that mean you sit someone like Michael Pittman? No, I, I don't. I really don't think you can. This guy. I mean, let's let's look at Mr. Michael Pittman right now. Okay, so he's sitting here as wide receiver fifteen. So he's a front end wide receiver two. And I've so I've got in, in one a redraft league that we're in. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's one of my top two receivers. I got him and Jamar Chase. Yep, but nice. my 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 other option. So obviously Chase is my wide receiver one. Um, Pittman wide receiver two. So let's let's do um let's just do an impromptu name game, bro. All right. Ooh, okay. Looking at my my roster on this, who would you rather play, Michael Pittman? All right. Or Jerry Judy. That's a joke because the Broncos oh, are on the Yeah, no, Jerry Judy, you're on a bye week. But uh, yeah, even if they were both okay. playing, I mean, obviously you look at the matchup, but Michael Pittman. Okay, yeah, okay. Michael Pittman or Jacoby Myers? Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman or Tyler Boyd? Pittman. Pittman or Bateman? Oof. Oof. Pittman. And lastly, Pittman or Corey Davis? Oh, man, you know what? Hell no. I'm not, there's no way I'm trusting. Sleepy Joe out there. No way. So, yeah, Pittman. 
Exactly. I think we, we just have to continue to trust Pittman. I mean, you look at this guy over the last four weeks, he's got this year, he's got 30 targets for over four weeks, 30. Mm. Okay. He's gotten double digit points the last four weeks. He's gotten double digit points eight out of the 10 games this year. So I think even given the tough matchup, his floor should be there enough. that even if he gets you that 12 points as a wide receiver too, I think we would definitely want to take that, but no other pass catchers. I'm trusting just, just Pittman and Taylor, I think are the only two fantasy assets for Indianapolis. Already now for the bill side of things, obviously you did say Diggs is a go time. And uh, what about the guy opposite of him, Emmanuel Sanders, you know, over the last three weeks, he hasn't been the guy that it looked like he was going to end up being for the Buffalo Bills. He's gone off to a bit of a wretchy start out there. Even against the Jacksonville Jaguars, he had four for 65. But other than that, I mean, hell, what has happened to Manny Sanders? Are you going to take your shot and shoot him into this game or what? I think depending on my roster construction, I could probably do still worse than Emmanuel Sanders. You know, even um, last week, yeah, he only got you seven points, but – you know, this is still a pretty high volatile, uh, high octane offense. The targets, you know, should still come back around. I mean, in, even in that Jacksonville game, he had eight targets. So mm-hmm. I think it's possibly going to depend on game flow. I don't know if I want to play him this weekend. Uh, but, you know, again, looking at who you have, what are your options over that? You're going to trust again. Okay, going back. Would you rather trust Emmanuel Sanders as the wide receiver? I still think he's wide receiver two in this offense. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, are you going to trust him? Or are you going to trust Corey Davis with Joe Flacco no, throwing 100%. you the ball against Miami? Yeah, no, 100%. I'm definitely shooting that shot with uh, good old Manny Sanders and uh, letting him maybe catch one over the top and get one, get, get, sneak in a tutty in there somewhere. But, yeah, now going forward, though, uh, because, again, we do have plenty of games to get to. That Bills and Colts game will be fun. Hopefully, uh, we get some great action out there. I cannot wait to see Johnny Taylor running into or through that defense. Um, the Cowboys, uh, Dak Prescott, will be taking on good old Mahomes out there in, uh, I would say, Battle of Texas because Mahomes is from Texas and Dallas is currently playing in Texas. But they'll be playing in Kansas City Chiefs. Mahomes looks like he has his groove back. It's uh, Mahomes' groove. You know, that guy is ready to go back to school and – maybe start learning some knowledge for this Dallas Cowboys defense. But how do you see this game going on? Because we just saw Dallas put up a 40-burger on the Falcons. I mean, it wasn't the best of teams. And uh, Mahomes looks like he's awoken, well-rested, and just ready to start letting the ball fly everywhere. I feel like every time we want to hype up a game that's going to be like the highest scoring of all time, and it's going to be a game we can't wait to watch, and it's going to be sick, it always lets us down. And so I'm keeping my reservation on this game to not say that, even though I really hope that it is going to be all of our fantasy dreams come true because I think it can be. So that being said, I, I would play anybody. If you, this is like a play them, if you got them game, mm-hmm. um, I think what's interesting. Okay. So let's look at the Cowboys first. Michael Gallup comes back last week. Yep. And he gets five targets, so he gets you seven fantasy points. One of them so, he could have took for like 25 yards, but he dropped it by himself. Yeah. That one kind of sucked. Yeah, so I think, you know, Gallup is is definitely in play this week as a wide receiver three. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think in a game like this, you can com- comfortably plug in Tony Pollard too. Mm-hmm. If you need uh, a flex option, you're you're dealing with maybe you had Aaron Jones and 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 you need to play Tony Pollard, or you didn't get AJ Dillon, or you know you got uh, you know you got Daryl Henderson and you need to play somebody. Then I think Tony Pollard is going to get some touches, man. This you hope this is a game that both teams get a lot of possessions. There's yep. not a lot of punting going on, and you know it's just going to be a bunch of good times. But let's focus on one particular uh, gentleman on the Cowboys for the moment. All right, which one? Let's talk about Mr. Wide Receiver 6 overall, C.D. Lamb. What a monster, right? Hell, we thought this would happen, and bam, what a machine out there. C.D. Lamb cooking and grilling up these defenses out there. I mean, he's got two games of 20-plus points, a game of 30-plus points, couple others was 17. He did have a couple of duds there, but that was just, you know, that was Cooper Rush and whatever else was going on, I think, at the time with Dak. But, man, Lamb is already in season two, like uh, a wide receiver one, and mm-hmm. he is looking the part, bro. And and it's not even really hurting um, Amari Cooper's value that much, I don't think. But, but you ideally think that the Cowboys, like last week and hopefully this week, generally that overall they're not going to – the Cowboys themselves don't want to throw the ball as much as they're probably going to mm-hmm. this Sunday and what they did against Atlanta. They don't normally want to do that. Um, so rest of season, do you think CD lamb though is going to hold up and keep this top 10 uh, title of wide receiver? Do you think he can hold on to it? The only reason I think he won hundred percent will is because it's CD lamb and teams are still, for some reason, they're keeping an eye on Amari Cooper. Cooper season he's had, he's quietly having a pretty decent season out there for himself. I think he had his first drop a couple weeks ago, but since then, Amari Cooper has shown that he's a good receiver, which leaves C.D. Lamb to just be free and do what he does. And now with Michael Gallup back, that's your ex receiver. You put a good old Amari Cooper opposite side, and then you let C.D. just have the entire field. Let him chill in the slot and have the entire field to himself. Let this guy run wild. And there is not a corner. There's not many corners out there that can actually shut him down fully. So I'll, I'll be honest, CD Lamb, I see this guy definitely finishing into the top four one way or another. Awesome. I, I couldn't agree more. I, I really couldn't. So switching over to the Chiefs side of the ball, Darrell Williams. Now, that catch he had in the end zone, Um, what, what the wow. hell was that? I have no idea. That, that was one of those that you had to, like, hit replay a couple of times just what? what i thought that was like kareem hunt from chiefs from like four years ago bro yep that, that's exactly what it looked like. i was like man you know what this looks familiar but we haven't seen this in a while oh kareem hunt snuck his head back into that game out there so ceh uh i think may be getting activated soon mm-hmm. so let's say he gets activated for this game sunday do you think that he is viable given daryl williams's uh, you know, play over these last few weeks, yeah. or is CEH gonna? Is he gonna be an RB one like we hope that he can be? I see. I remember we had this conversation whenever he first went on IR. You know, if Daryl Williams would be the guy to have enough good play in him to somehow limit CEH when he got back for this performance specifically, since it's his first game back. I if you're gonna start CEH, holy hell! I mean. Your running backs first must be kind of hurting, but I, I, I don't see this dude finishing as a top RB2 this week. Just, just because it's his first game back, 
you still have to see what what he has in him. But going forward, I mean, I gotta, I would figure that Ceh would be very good, just from a human side of things. He was a first round pick. He's had to watch the other running backs have success in his absence. So to him, he's like, hell, you're not gonna take my job. Like, this is my role. I got drafted for this. I'm gonna do it. But specifically for this Cowboys game, I don't think I'll be able to start Ceh. And you're definitely starting Daryl Williams if you have him, right? Oh, holy hell. That rush defense for Dallas is not horrible. But I, I would I would be okay with Daryl Williams starting this week. I, I think he finishes as a top RB2, maybe back in RB1, and maybe sneaks in a couple of tutties. I can see Mahomes leading that drive and getting inside the red zone, and then Williams just breaks out a couple shaking bakes out there because Dallas' defense is not that great. They're missing Randy Gregory on the defensive line. Tank Lawrence is still not 100% back. So one way or another, you could definitely run on these guys. And if he sneaks in a couple touchdowns, that would not surprise me one bit. And sneaky, sneaky, did you know Darren Williams was the overall RB1 last week? Number one? Yeah. Wow, I figured it would be Johnny Taylor. Honestly, I didn't even get to check in on that. Yeah, Taylor, uh, Taylor came in at number five. Uh, but actually it's so crazy this week, bro. Here's your top five. Uh, here's your top six NFL running backs for fantasy week 10. All right. Darrell Williams. Yep. Ramadre Stevenson. Oh, dude, what a hell of a week that guy had. AJ Dillon. Mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey. Oh. Jonathan sorry. Taylor. Yep. And rounding out the top six, D. Ernest Johnson. Oh, man, dude, that guy right there, he knows how to make the most of his opportunities. Holy hell. Can I just say, I hope D. Ernest, whether it's with the Browns or somewhere else, he can find a home to actually get a regular role in an offense. Dude, that guy has – It's first of all, he has an incredible story on how he came up and everything. That That is awesome to actually listen to. If you haven't already, Google him. You know, do do some research. That guy, his story is awesome. But, yeah, no, man, holy hell. I, I don't know if necessarily he can push out Kareem Hunt in full because they play two different ways. But, man, if he's in there with Nick Chubb next year, holy hell, that, that, that'll that be very fun to watch nevertheless because that's a, that's a pretty nice tandem. As for the Chiefs, though, besides Tyreek Hill and obviously Travis Kels, is there anyone else that you're shooting a shot at? Because this is one game that I'll be honest with you, I'm a little bit worried about. I don't, I don't think so, man. I, you know, definitely you can get rid of Michael Hardman. You can drop him. Um, you oh, know, gonna, nice drop. Nice drop. Yeah, we can get rid of him. He, he's now getting out snapped by Robinson and, and Byron Pringle. So I, I just don't think anybody else is viable. And uh, yeah, Josh Gordon never became a thing. And I feel extremely dumb for, you know, trying to see if he would work again. But, yeah. Oh, Flash Gordon. Um, not, not this time. Tyreek. Yeah, no. Holy hell. I'll be honest with you. I, I think Tyreek. Finishes as wide receiver one this week. That's going to be my uh, prediction for this week. Okay, let's see. Uh, no, he did not, sir. No, no, no. For this week, I'm saying he will. Oh, this week. I got you. Yeah. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Steph- yeah I, uh, I, 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 trust me, as a big Cowboys fan, I follow the Cowboys very closely. And everyone might think to themselves, well, Trayvon Digg will be following him. You're probably right. And he might get an interception on Patrick Mahomes. But that will not stop one bit from him allowing three deep balls to go to Tyreek Hill and each one of them finishing for a touchdown. So as much fun as it, it is to watch Diggs, trust me, that guy is not by no means Jalen Ramsey or Jair Alexander when it comes to shutting people down. He will allow those yards, and uh, 
He's not extremely fast as someone like the cheetah himself. So Tyreek Hill, for me, he will finish as wide receiver one and just blow the doors off this Cowboys defense. Okay, I'm going to give you a bad beat since we haven't done this in a bit. Oh, yeah, it has been a while, man. You know what? It has been a little bit too long. I say C.D. Lamb outscores Tyreek Hill on Sunday. Deal. Deal. Oh, man, you see my confidence wasn't very good there just because I could see C.D. finishing with, like, nine catches. But nevertheless, give me Tyreek. I would gladly take that out there. We'll, We'll see how that plays out for us. But I love it. Tyreek Hill versus C.D. Lamb. Man, it's going to be a very fun game. <clears throat> Another game we'll get to, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers out there, obviously, with uh, Mason Rudolph this past week. That was terrible. Mason Rudolph, you suck. I know I did love the touchdown between him and Washington. Both those guys are Oklahoma State Cowboys, so it was very fun to see them connect for the touchdown. But now, you know, I think Big Ben will more than likely play, and they'll be taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. How do you feel about Justin Herbert and company? Because I've noticed the last couple of weeks, man, it has not been all there. That whole hype of Justin Herbert being amazing, the next phenom better than Patrick Mahomes. Couple, couple rough games for him, but is it finally going to end and he comes out destroying them? Or is, you know, maybe that hype going to keep growing where Justin Herbert ain't all there and this ain't his season? I, I think if you have Herbert, He's playing at home. I don't think you can bench him. You got to still roll with this guy. He's still too talented. You know, that Minnesota game was, I don't know, it was weird. But uh, we do need to check the status on Ben because I haven't heard anything official that for sure he's going to be back Sunday. Um, and can can the Steelers figure out a damn quarterback situation? Because I feel like Mason Rudolph has been Ben's backup for five, six years now. Yeah. And he's always been trash. And they haven't done anything to improve that. The only reason I know it's since 2018 is because I was at the draft here in Dallas when it was here. And that's whenever uh, uh, Mason Rudolph and James Washington were both taken by the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, but damn, you're right. It has felt like forever since he's been destroying Pittsburgh Steelers fans uh, hopes. And uh, yeah, maybe it's time that they give a uh, Dewey Haskins out there a shot at it. I mean, could it be any worse? Yeah, I mean, I don't think so. I think you should just put Haskins in at this point because at least he'll give you some uh, some rushing mm-hmm. ability, uh, and he can always, of course, check down to our boy Najee. So yeah, he um, and hey, he's still doing things, man. You know, despite this offense, despite Mason Rudolph, he still is the overall wide receiver. I'm sorry, running back three, and uh, you know he's still doing his thing. You know, 105 yards. I just how you how you tie with the, the lions and you get that extra quarter, like, Oh man. I, I love Najee. We've made that very clear. We both love him. Although I hate, I hated his statement of, I didn't know you could tie in the NFL. I like, I, I refuse <laughs> to believe that you are this good at football. You didn't watch any games in college and high school and you never saw a team tie. Like, no, I, I refuse to believe that. That was, I forgot he said that. That's so that's hilarious. That's like um, it's not the same sport, but you remember back in uh, college basketball when Chris Weber tried to call the timeout for Michigan, oh, yeah, and he didn't have any left, and he's like, I, I don't know if he didn't know that he couldn't do that, but I don't know why that just reminded me of that that play. <laughs> um, oh man, it's ridiculous is the stuff that you hear out there. But Najee Harris should be a go. Uh, what about the rest of these Pittsburgh Steelers? Is there anyone out there that you're for sure Lego rock and roll? 
I, I mean, Deontay Johnson, you're, you're, you're going to play now. Here's what was uh, interesting. So Ray, Ray McLeod mm-hmm. kid out of uh, Clemson. He has 12 targets on nine catches, 63 yards. I feel like this is an outlier game. Like this is not going to happen again, but you're going to probably have people racing out to the waiver wire to see the one game and go do it. I say, don't worry about it. Don't mess with that. Um, The chargers actually have a worse run defense than a pass defense. Mm -hmm. So Najee, I think it's, I think it's going to be Najee's game Pittsburgh, especially if Rudolph's in, they're going to have to run the clock keep the Chargers offense off of the field and see what happens. So I would play Deontay. I would play Najee. I, I would still play Friermuth. I know he didn't have a, a great game. Dude, I but, love this guy. Yeah. I yeah. Like that. He had the fumble at the end, which knocked him down by two points. But, hey, man, you know what? Without that fumble, eight points, a, not a great performance. But before that, he's had a, a good, very solid past two or three weeks out there for him. So and hey, I like that guy. He still got seven points, which is still more than TJ Hawkinson and Mike Gusecki. Stupid TJ Hawkinson, bro. You're you're literally on the verge of joining the list with Andrew Luck, you mother foe. Like you see, right there. We, we can't be we can't be mad at Hawk though, bro. Yeah, we know, can't man. be. Jared Goff is you his quarterback. And Dan Campbell is his coach. Can we blame him? I can't um, blame Hawkinson, bro. Right, Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell's on our shit list. Yes. Yeah, fuck And you. Goff, and Goff. We've, yeah, Goff. We've been down on him for a while anyways. Yeah, that's true. We did tell you at the beginning of the season, yo, man, stay away from this guy. He's not going to be it. <clears throat> why am I Why I'm turning every tight end conversation into Hawkinson and Gasecki is beyond <laughs> me, but I'm very frustrated just like you are. So, Friar Moose, fire him back up. You, you you can play him again. I would, I, would, I would trust him. Now, let's flip over to the Chargers, though. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mike Williams. What are we doing with him? Dude, holy hell. Honestly, there, there was one league. Again, back to Rudy's insanity of uh of trades here. I am banking on this motherfucker being able to wake up and going back to how he started the season. Because there is no – I refuse to believe that you can just fall off the cliff after that kind of a start. This guy's starting to look like Tyler Lockett out here. Like, what the hell am I going to do with him? Mike Williams, bro, you have the talent. You have – a number one receiver opposite of you that is taking all the heat, a great running back that is bringing up the defense. You should be able to take advantage. Mike Williams, do me a favor. Don't suck at life, bro. Do your damn job, please. For the life of me, bro, I need you. I need you. And in the flip side, Keenan Allen has been rocking and freaking rolling, dude. Like yep. I'm ready to – he's your wide receiver one right now. And mm-hmm. But I think there's enough – there's enough passing by Herbert to go around that they can both yep. be fantasy viable. They just got to mm-hmm. get it going. I, I will say this. Okay. So we, we didn't get a chance to record last week. And if we did, I would have said Mike Williams was on my sell list, mm-hmm. but after this week he had another down game, I'm actually like, I think I'm reversing bro, because I, I, I think I want to try to either trade for him or if I have him, I'm holding because he started the season strong, bro. Maybe he finishes the season strong. That's has what, these that, shit games in the middle. That's what we're banking on. Again, big bank. You know, we'll see how it pays off. But Mike Williams, bro, do not fucking suck. I've already traded for you. Don't screw me in this end here, bud. And check this out. Uh, 
his playoff schedule, the Chargers playoff schedule, but specifically looking at Mike Williams mm-hmm. week 15, which and remember all the playoff weeks are pushed back now yep. than what we're normally used to 15, week 15. 16, yeah. So 15 home against KC. Nice. Week 16. <laughs> you ready for this? Oh yeah. At Houston. Oh, 100%. Damn. It would be nice to have Austin Eckler right about there. <laughs> Ooh, I want any charger that yeah, week, brother. Yeah. Even give Everybody's me Jared Cook or Donald Parham, man. That's <laughs> on. Um, and then week 17, they play Denver, um, which isn't great, but it's at home. So yeah. you Plus, don't hate it. The, the reason I like that, actually, you know, right now I don't I don't like it because that's actually a pretty good team. But the reason I like it then, by then the Denver Broncos know, hey, we're not in the playoffs. Let's get ourselves a better pick. Let's try to suck and uh, just get up there. Let these guys score a couple. So Denver week 17, I'll take it. No fighting for me. Hold all of your chargers. Don't panic on any of them, specifically Mike Williams. That is the the point of Mm -hmm. our discussion. Very much so. Mike Williams, don't uh, fuck this up for us. Uh, The last game that we'll get to will be a battle of the NFC West out there. Uh, Two, what some people may call midgets, which is kind of rude of you, internet. But Kyler Murray, who's all of like four foot six and something, and then uh, Mr. Unlimited, who we talked about, who's about four foot nine. Uh, these guys here were both small men, but damn it, they have large personalities and large receivers. What do you think about this matchup that could honestly go either way? Like, is Kyle Murray well rested to go? Is Mr. Unlimited fired up after getting shut out? Are we in for like the game of the year here? I don't, I mean, let's okay let's slow it down <laughs> we we don't even know if kyler's playing yet he may still be at the willy wonka true, factory true. i don't know um sorry kyler that was cheap lobo i'm sorry my bad buddy i love you so uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we need to first see if he's gonna play now russell wilson like we discussed he's coming off of his first week back and kyler has been injured so Honestly, I think this is just going to be a disappointment game as far as fantasy goes. I think it's going to be more low scoring possibly, but we'll see. If Kyler plays, I still I don't think they're going to like uh, really put him involved on on things uh, with plays. They're going to ease him in, and so I, I, this one's a tricky one. I'm really hoping it, DeAndre Hopkins is back. To be honest, like I need him. Um, like nope. I need him. Uh, please, like it's it's two weeks now, but that's okay. He needs to get healthy. But I I don't know. You know, I will say this: the ones you're gonna trust on the Arizona Cardinals Sunday, you'll trust James Conner. Yep. Oh, he's uh uh he's he's come to play this 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 season, bro. Like mm-hmm. I've he's been... definitely trying to stick it to like anyone that doubted him out there. Uh, he really is that, Connor. So whatever I did to you, bro, I apologize. But keep running yeah. the way you are, bro. I appreciate you. Yeah. So I would I would trust him. Um, as far as the pass catchers, throw a dart. I don't know. You know, uh, Kirk. Christian Kirk. I mean, yeah, he's been playing better. AJ Green, he let me down last week. That was great. Good yep. job. Now, Rondell Moore, I mean, I, I took a shot at him just because I figured, you know what, maybe explosive rookie ends up making some crazy plays. And, uh, yeah, well, I mean, you, you saw the games. Yeah, we, we don't know from week to week, who's going to be the guy in this offense receiver wise, that's going to do great. So, mm-hmm. Hey, throw your dart out there. One of them, one of them will hit. Um, now on the Seattle side, 
based on Russell Wilson, you know, obviously not doing well. The receivers didn't either. Um, by the way, that was hilarious about DK getting <laughs> ejected and then sneaking back in. Is it true no. he was wearing a fake mustache? Oh, man. I just heard about it. I didn't get a chance to actually look it up, but I, I was like, what the hell was DK doing, man? I love that dude, though, man. Yeah, hell yeah. Him and his crazy right. rainbow hair. He's funny. But so Sunday, you, we have to lock and load Lockett in mid-DK, right? Like, we can't we can't bench them in this matchup, right? No, hell no. I mean, I, I, I think Lockett, as much as I love DK, I think Lockett would be the one guy to maybe actually finish with the higher amount of points. And I love DK, but... I think that'll be a Byron Murphy kind of a game where Byron Murphy for the Cardinals just follows him around. And it's hard as hell to shadow that monster beast that is DK Metcalf. But if if Lockhead can break the, the roof off the top of that defense over there once, I mean, that, that'll be worth starting right there. I mean, he should be able to get you a 12 to 15 point play literally just one time. And it'll be worth that flex spot that you put him in. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think it'll be very tough to, be able to bench at either one of those two guys because I love DK and Lockett is always that threat to make that giant play out there. If Chris Carson, let's say they do activate him for this week, do you throw the roll the dice out there and you're like, hey, let's go? Or you still maybe a, a flex at best? I, I know you love Carson. I, I have serious doubts that even when he gets back into this offense, whether it's Sunday or it's in the future, that when he does come back, that he's going to get a decent workload. You know, Pete Carroll has shown this year that he is playing all of these different running backs, except for apparently DJ Dallas. But he's, I think Carson comes back. He's going to just mix in with all the other guys. And that if you play him, ideally, I would like to hope that Carson would be the one that would get the goal line carries because he's the one you trust the most. Mm -hmm. But we don't really know. So like, especially this weekend, if he's, activated and playing i need to look at my offense but the running back landscape has been brutal this year with injuries and such so and so forth um so you may be in a spot where you've been needing carson this last month and you're gonna have to play him if he is active but i wouldn't expect much yeah no hell no you're right i gotta limit uh what you got expectations wise for someone like chris carson who's been missing for a great portion of the season so far um, but yeah, going forward, I mean, there's gonna be a ton of other great games out there. We'll uh definitely get to if you guys have any other questions on any of the games that we didn't get to, you're more than welcome to hit us up on Instagram or on Twitter. Find us at late round flyers, hit that follow button, message us one way or another. We one of us will definitely get back to you as quick as possible. Um, but yeah, going forward, don't forget hit that follow button and uh, yeah, man, stay tuned with us. Uh, going forward, I mean, obviously, we're down to the final four weeks of the regular season maybe five if you know your league only allows four teams to make the playoffs that's fine that that's on you guys but for the most part we're on this four game stretch out here in order to win into the win a spot in the playoffs so for this run out there lance do you have any guys out there that you have headhunted and you're like these are the guys perfect players perfect matchups they'll find a way to get me into the playoffs okay yes i do and the first one, I think you're really going to like, my friend, okay? We are going to go with Mr. Mandatory Montgomery. Oh, yeah. Bro, he 
You don't know how hyped up I was on that Monday night game where he was activated and we didn't know how much he might play. We didn't know if Khalil Herbert was going to get all the carries or what was going to happen. They were going to ease him in. Oh, hell no. Nagy was like, Monty is our guy. Monty is my guy. We are going to put him in. We do not give no Fs, and we are playing him. And, yeah, he only got just 10 fantasy points, but that was his first game back. That was a weird game. The the the, the Bears continuously tried to get screwed by the rest in that game, mm-hmm. which we know, but that's okay. So they're coming off the bye week, right? Yep. He's healthy. I'm trying to get him, and I have actually haven't had a lot of luck so far, but I'm not going to stop my efforts. Got to so keep trying. Here's why you want David Montgomery. His bye week's done now, okay? Going into week 11 – all the way through the final fantasy championship. He's got three defensive matchups that are in the top eight mm-hmm. positive for running backs. And then he's got three that are middle of the road and then one not great. So looking specifically at the playoffs, he's got home against Minnesota, 11th worst against the run. Seattle in week 16, second worst against the run Mm. and week 17 the giants at home in chicago eighth easiest against the run and so i want montgomery on all my teams because i feel like bro we're gonna see some deja vu from what he did last year running 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 down the stretch and i think it could happen again and with fields getting better in this offense and growing and Monty now going back in, he's going to help ease the burden a bit on fields as well. I think it's all going to kind of be just, it's going to mesh together and maybe not to translate for the bears to have wins, but Mm. it'll translate. I think to wins for your fantasy team. I like the way that sounds. Hell yeah. Mr. Mandatory Montgomery, get ready because it's time to go find you out there. If uh, the trade deadline hasn't passed by in our league, but nevertheless, mandatory Montgomery, I'll be looking for you. Um, one of the guys that I was looking at, I mean, I don't know if you have him on your list or not, but uh, good old Devontae Smith. Uh, we've seen this Woo! guy starting to catch up. You know, he's starting to make some magic happen and prove to everyone mm-hmm. why this guy was picked where he was for the Philadelphia Eagles. <clears throat> My favorite part about this guy is, is he has literally four matchups against the NFC East during this next seven-game run. One of those games is against the Jets. That's five games right there that you should be very good. Plus, his bye week is week 14. That means when you need him most come playoff time, I think this guy will be rested, healthy, ready to rock and roll, starting off week 15 for you. Put him in that lineup and let him get you that championship that you so very much deserve. I like it. I, I really do. That That is a, that is a, that is a great pick, sir. You did. I, Thank you. I, I, I like it. My next one is going to be a quarterback. Ooh. And, you know, this would be probably if you've been like streaming quarterbacks, obviously this is not if you have a Lamar Jackson or Kyler or Josh Allen, et cetera. But if you've kind of been playing matchups and you've been playing these different quarterbacks all year, a guy that I think and you might even be able to get him on the waiver wire uh, free agency, or you could probably trade, you could trade for him and not have to give up much. It depends on if he can stay healthy, but that can be said for a lot of guys. But I think yep. Mr. Tua T. Tua T is a guy that you can get. And if you're streaming can be really good. So here's the downside. They have the buy in week 14 and they play Carolina in week 12. And they're, they're the, like the third best team defensively against fantasy quarterbacks. Mm. 
Mm. So that's not the best matchup. But all the other weeks, you've got two games against the Jets. He plays the Giants. They play the Saints. And in your championship week, they play at Tennessee. And Tennessee's defense has been better. But as of this moment, they're fifth easiest against quarterbacks. And, hey, that's week 17, man. The Titans may have already clinched a playoff spot. Yeah, by then, maybe they uh, it's like, you know what, relax, guys. You know, take take a chill pill. Maybe they rest a guy like Carol Landry out there and the rest of those guys that they decided to pay some big money to. But overall, I like where your head's at. And guess who's going to be still playing for his damn job in week 17? Which Tua Tango Valoa. Tua T, huh? So he's got everything to play for as well. He's got to have a good showing. So hopefully Miami doesn't trade for a quarterback and he's still their guy. So this poor guy, I feel bad for him, but that's the situation he's in. So I think Tua could be could be uh, not a league winner necessarily, but again, you're streaming quarterbacks. He is someone to look at. Man, you know what? If I can get Tua T on there, especially because he should count for a lot less than nothing on the side. So maybe I'm able to get him for free on the waiver wire. But if someone has him, I know I wouldn't have to give up too much to be able to have to grab him somewhere like that. But, man, it's just crazy with the rest of how the rest of the schedule plays out because you're looking for someone that to help you get with these next few games into the championship game. But at the end of the day, we'll see. Um, anyone from uh, – uh, you, got, you got any other hitting guys out there that could help these people get into the playoffs by any means out there besides your regular two dudes. I got one more to trade for. And then I know we're going to get to the to trade away guys. Mm-hmm. Um, one more I got that I like, and we kind of hit on him. I think a couple of weeks ago to go ahead and kind of scoop him up. So hopefully maybe you did if he was available, but if not, maybe you could trade for him now is uh, Brandon. Ayuk out mm. of San Francisco. Um, he's slowly starting to get a little more involved in this offense. He didn't have a great game Monday night, but look at the game. How many times did they run the ball, bro? Like yeah. it was, it was a lot. So that's okay. But check this out. So again, his schedule rest of season. Okay. San Francisco's bye week is already gone. So yep. that's done. And now if you need a wide receiver three or a flex, they've got uh, Jacksonville, Minnesota at Seattle, that's that's t- that's the tough one, mm-hmm. but Minnesota and Jacksonville are top nine in positive four wide receivers. And then here's your playoff schedule. Okay, check this out. All and right. I really like this for all Niners players, bro. All of them. All of them. Week 15, Atlanta. Woo. Week 16 at Tennessee. Nice. Woo. And then week 17. Mm-hmm. You ready? You ready? Yep. At home. All right. Against the Texans. Oh my God. Now that that that's a championship schedule right there. That's something that I would definitely be very interested. 49ers players get ready because I'm gonna go ahead and hunt each and every last one of you guys. Still, side note, I cannot believe this season is more than halfway through, and Trey Sermon has done what he's done with the 49ers like fucking Kyle Shanahan, bro. Just what a sucker. He's a true you, sucker. Yeah. Sermon's the true suck guy, not yeah, Sermon. him too. I don't like Ohio State. Okay, all right, that makes sense. You know, I, I get your hatred for the good old whatever the hell they are over there in fucking Ohio land. Nevertheless, God, I'm pissed you guys did not use them, San Francisco. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, uh, one of the random ones uh, that also I fit in a way I forgot about this dude, Jerry Judy. I know this guy that shouldn't cost you too much out there. Uh, the the end of his schedule. 
he's already gotten you pretty decent points out there, especially after coming back from his injury. But he played Cincinnati, Vegas, and uh, the Los Angeles Chargers during that playoff run. So I would definitely like that, especially because I think they can fall behind very far back in those matchups, causing him to get some garbage yard points from me. I would not mind five, six catches for 84 yards and a tutty in garbage time in those games. Not one bit. I will take that each and every single day of the week. Now, as for uh, guys that you maybe should stay away from, maybe try to get rid of, guys that will potentially hold your team back and cause you to be the laughing stock of your fantasy football league. Lance, which one of these guys should you be trying to sell as quickly as possible? Well, it's, it's more um, situational than anything based on his most recent performance. But I think if you have Mark Ingram on your team, you're happy with what you got Sunday and you need to try to flip him now because Kamara will be back. This offense with Trevor Simeon isn't really that great. And Ingram's older. So I don't know what kind of a pace he can continue to keep up. So I think you could probably flip Ingram to someone in your league. That'll look at what he did Sunday. And maybe they will give you something for him to last you through your playoff run, because chances are, I feel like if you played Mark Ingram and you have him on your team, he's not one of your top running backs. You played him out of circumstance and you might be able to parlay that into something else. But I don't know if he's had a better game than he had Sunday that he'll have had for the rest of the season. Like I, this is his, this was his best game. So I'm saying, yeah, I mean, uh... It is the way it is over there, but, you know, Mark Ingram, did you know that I think he has the most rushing yards in Saints history? I, was reading I that saw up. that. I he passed Deuce. It. Yeah, I was like, I figured Deuce would just be a little bit too high to catch, but maybe because of his shorter career, it is what it is. Mark Ingram, congratulations. Uh, I definitely deserve that happening to me because I did get rid of this guy right before he ended up uh, lighting it up, so damn you. But uh, congratulations, Mark Ingram. <laughs> Do your thing out there. Uh, the Carolina Panthers, though, uh, for that, I don't like any of the receivers already as it is that much. But if you do have any one of these guys, I get it. Look, the next three of the four games are pretty some that you kind of want. Washington, Miami, maybe not so much, but Atlanta is a good one. But then you get into your playoff stretch, and that's where it gets a little bit rough. They'll have to be at Buffalo facing off against Tampa Bay, and they'll be also taking on the uh, New Orleans Saints in their championship game. So that is going to be a very tough schedule out there. And uh, more than likely by then, the Carolina Panthers will know that they're eliminated, also trying to cash in and maybe call it a quits and just move on to the draft. So, Oh, me, I disagree. Have, oh, you think so? I disagree, bro. They they just – them giving all that money to Cam Newton with that defense that's very underrated, I think Carolina gets into the playoffs. Oh, I'll take that bad beat. Yeah. Yeah, I'll okay. take that bad beat. Carolina Panthers, as of today, I am saying they are going to get into that, probably that seventh seed, but they're going to get in because Cam's going to get them there, bro. I I, don't, I know it's a tougher schedule, but I, I just – I really think they're going to. And if you have DJ Moore, yeah, you, you've been a little disappointed, but I think DJ Moore's value is going to go back up again because of Cam. And uh, Anderson is going to go up and down. But I think oh, DJ I is a guy that you want, though. I, I think understand. DJ Morris, what do you want? Damn, Robbie Anderson, bro. I can't believe I ever bought into this damn guy. Oh, um, yeah, though. Uh, you got any uh, random guys that uh, we should probably be on the lookout of getting rid of? Yeah, I got one more. 
I think Jarvis Landry is a guy mm-hmm. that you can just even cut. You don't even need to trade. Just, just cut, cut bait, bro. I mean, come on. Like he's had two double digit games all season. Yeah. When Beckham left, he's not getting any. He had four points in week nine, six points in week ten. They're playing to Detroit, but I mean, do you really have any confidence in what he's gonna do? Peoples Jones probably has more fantasy points on that one play that he scored for the touchdown <laughs> than, than than Landry has had, you know? Oh, but um, you're not wrong. Not wrong so whatsoever. He's wide receiver 84. That's and now, okay, and again, I want to be fair. He had four weeks that he missed due to an injury. Mm-hmm. I get it. But against Houston, he had one catch for nine yards. Houston. Houston, like one catch. Like, that's crazy. That's so, terrible. Terrible. So, yeah. I think you can get rid of Jarvis Landry. Another guy that you can get rid of while I'm on this little tangent, Julio fucking Jones. Like, just cut him. He's I, he's done enough for us in all years past, but this year, Tennessee, you wasted a pick. He's good. By the time he comes back, he might help the Titans in the real playoffs, but he ain't helping your fantasy team. Cut him. Use that bench spot for something else. I'm done. Yep. Yeah. Julio Jones, that one did hurt my feelings, especially because I, uh, <clears throat> I did take Julio Jones in like round four a couple times of, yeah, that, that one that one stings a little bit. Kind of like the Michael Thomas thing. I held out hope that he would be back, and then he just decided to say, you know what? Fuck you and your fantasy team. I'm just chill the rest of the way. So, I think I told you no on Mike yeah, Thomas. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't remember, but I, I fucking hate that guy right now. He was on my hate list yeah, uh, yeah. in the preseason. But then yeah. again, Fournette was too. So. Yeah. And Renfro. Don't forget about my guy. Oh, yeah. Renfro. Guy's been Damn. kicking ass. Damn, I cannot dude. believe it. Brian Edwards, bro, step the hell up. Jesus. But who God, played bro. him? Who who played him after he got zero points last week? Yeah, I don't think anyone did, yeah. I mean, I, come I on, Brian. Be yeah. a little more consistent, buddy. That's what I'm saying, man. You know what? What's-his-face is gone, so now you're the only receiver left of that draft class for the Raiders. Do your damn job, bro. Step up. I bought into you so much. You look like you were the piece. Do your damn job, bro. Go out there and get you that wide receiver two spot in my fantasy football team. Do what you got to do. Bring me my shit. All right. You know who's not doing their job in Vegas? Is it Josh this? Jacobs. Yep. That that, that mother effort. We talked so much about that running back duo, too, and how it would affect fantasy football. Dude, what the hell has been going on with hey, Jacobs since, and company? Okay. I will say this, though. Outside of Sunday, once John Gruden got fired, Kenyon Drake ended up having the damn role that we thought he was going to have mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season. I just need to make that known mm-hmm. because John Gruden loved Peyton Barber more than Kenyon Drake. That that's not that's not why he got fired, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you know what? He, could, he should have gotten fired on that basis alone for getting the racist comments. He nope. should have gotten fired because of that. My 100%. Opinion. I'll be at the Cowboys Raiders game when they play on Thanksgiving and uh, – I'm actually pretty close, so I'm looking forward to seeing the whole Raider organization, the whole coach staff, and I'm like, hey, fucking play Josh Jacobs. Um, or I leave, if I can see Brian Edwards, hey, man, step up. Don't hurt me, please. And uh, that's, gonna be, that's how I'm going to yell at him, yeah. That's going to be fun, bro. I hope you have a blast. It's yeah, I know. Hopefully he doesn't beat me up. Cause I'm, if, uh, if he's in close to the Raiders, I'm like, yo, man, you fucked me. I hate your guts. Please step up. All right. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, but, yeah, man, week 11 is going to be crazy in the NFL, dude. I cannot wait to get to these games. It is going to be great to watch football once again. Damn it, I love this part of the year. It is absolutely phenomenal, man. Uh, last, you got any last-minute advice for these people heading into the new week and right before their playoff stretch here? 
Well, like you said earlier, a lot of the trade deadlines are this week. I know in our leagues, a lot of them are. So just be looking out for those opportunities. Don't wait for people to reach out to you. What you need to go ahead and do is analyze everyone's rosters. Look at your needs. Look at what everyone else's needs are, and maybe you can get something done. Send offers out there. Even if you can't text them or message them, just send them the offer. Maybe that'll open up the dialogue, but you don't know if you don't ask, if you don't try. And another thing, too, if you're out of it, like, you can trade. I'm not saying that, but don't, like, fucking collude with somebody that's trying to make in the playoffs. Don't do – don't be that – don't be that person on either end. If you're trying to make playoffs, don't send some crap offer to the last place team to make your team fully better and make theirs even worse because it's not cool. It still needs to be fair on the surface. And so mm-hmm. don't do a Dak for Sam Darnold trade or something like that. You know who I'm talking you know, yep, about. If you're listening, you know who we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, don't, don't do that. But – we are getting into the stretch. It's four weeks left. You know, do the math in your head. Look at your rules in your league. Like I've got one that there's a 12 team league. There's three divisions. The winner of the division gets in the playoffs, but the fourth playoff team is not the next best record. It is total points scored. So know your league setting and how to get in the playoffs. You know, if it's total points scored and you're doing really well with points, but your record sucks, don't give up. Like you have a chance. Mm-hmm. You can do this. So just like look that. at everything and keep an eye on it because those little things can make the difference on if you can get in or not. And you may still have a chance, even though you don't think you do keep an eye on it, but let's go get these wins this weekend, man. I'm pumped up. Let's do it. And uh, we're glad to be back this week. Thank you for listening. Yeah, man. Again, thank you guys. We do appreciate you. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. Late round flyers will definitely be on there. Uh, if you don't already, make sure you follow us. I mean, you can find our podcast on whatever you're listening to it on currently, but we're also on podcasts, on Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Apple uh, Podcasts. I mean, we're just literally almost everywhere around the world. So, again, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you guys. Get some crucial Ws. Do not be afraid whatsoever to hit us up on the DMs. We enjoyed very much talking with everyone. So, best of luck from us to you guys. And, again, Get those wins and then tell your friends that you're much better than them because you listen to us. So, uh, yeah, have a good one. And uh, until then, stay safe.